Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to another episode of For Your Amusement, the podcast where we discuss theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement. I'm here with my friends Nolan and Nick. Guys, welcome. You say welcome, and we say welcome back. You just went back to your uh, cozy, cold abode in New York after visiting nice, sunny South Florida, which, by the way, tomorrow, Kyle, what's what's the temperature going to be in New York? Let's see. The temperature in New York will be 43 degrees. Because it's supposed to be double that here. It's going to be 88 degrees. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, insane. I, I, I saw that, and I couldn't believe it. So, um, Kyle, you got to experience uh, Margaritaville in Hollywood, Florida. And I, I know you're a big Mar- Margaritaville guy. I know you're a big Jimmy Buffett guy. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. So we were talking about this on your visit here that you had been to, I think, five or so Margaritavilles. Yeah. And where would you rank that one on your list? So that was pretty high because that one – so that was more of a resort than anything else. So, every, you know, all the other ones pretty much are just the regular, you know, restaurants. And this one had – I mean, it was on the beach uh, right next to, um, like, a little boardwalk. Um, there was a hotel there, and it was really, really nice. So, I mean, that was one of the – one of the top ones, I would have to say. I think for me, the Orlando one is just is special because it's on, you know, it's on um, City Walk. It's right next to Orlando, so, or no, Universal. So that's my favorite. But I think this one has to be up there for one of the top ones. So did you get a uh, cheeseburger in paradise? So <laughs> I was going to, and then everyone <laughs> else backed out of getting lunch. And, I, and we just got the nachos. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go with everyone else. But we did get the nachos. And I was so up, I was happy with the nachos, but I was upset because in New York we got the nachos and they were not the same. They're like they were very um, small. They were like they weren't in like that huge volcano that they're in here, you know, in traditional Margaritaville. So this one was great. Um, hopefully they'll bring it to New York soon. Well, the one that you ate at in New York wasn't that. That was a different. So technically it was Land Shark, but I mean right. They should have had – I, I got to go to Mar- – that's the thing. I got to go to Margaritaville and get the real ones because, like, like, they should have had the same nachos, I would have thought, but who knows. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's kind of foolish not to have it everywhere. Yeah. You put the and you know, what, on it. you know what I was so upset about? So I get to um, the airport yesterday, and I go into my gate. You know, I, I go through security, and then I find out there's an airport Margaritaville – that's right out in the airport outside of security. And I'm like, God damn it. I just went through security. <laughs> I wanted to see what that was like. And I, I really just wanted to see if they had any, like, T-shirts or anything that said, like, airport, you know, Miami Margaritaville. Because I like collecting the T-shirts. So right, that's, right, right. That's well, my, I, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to force you to go back to MIA. First of all, how was how did MIA treat you? How did the, how'd the airport treat you? You oh, see any weirdos or what? <laughs> So, no, so, I mean, I was, okay, so everyone was, like, saying, beware of Miami Airport, you know, it's going to be brutal, whatever, and I was prepared for it, but honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, the line to get in security was, like, 15 minutes at most. Oh, but the other thing, I don't even think I told you guys, so on on the way there, when I was going through security, like, three different people cut in front of the line, because they're like, 
oh, well, we're, we're running late and my, my plane's leaving, so I got to cut. I'm like, what is this? We're not just letting people just cut right through. You get here on time or you don't get here at all. And well, so, Kyle, now, now you know the secret. You just got to be, you got to be like them. You exactly. Like, so, and like, they're lucky that they didn't ask me. Like, they asked people ahead of me because like, I would not have let them in. Like, that was bullshit. <sighs> And but the one person I didn't say anything, but the one person that did come in front of me, uh, there was a security guy, and then he was rolling a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you can go in front of me. <laughs> you can't. But you I can't disrespect that. Exactly. That was like you and your grandpa at uh, Universal just coming <laughs> through the lines. <laughs> uh. But but yeah, otherwise, I mean, the Miami airport was great. Um, they had some really good food options. Um, they, uh, yeah, it was big. I mean, that was, that was really cool. Like, I wish I would have had more time to explore. Um, uh, I mean, I did get there early, but like, I didn't want to really leave too far from the gate. Um, but it was, it was fine. I mean, everything was good. The only thing was like the plane was full. And so I got a full line of, like a full row to myself on the way there, but on the way back, the whole thing was full. So. Hey, at least one way you got to relax. Yeah, Absolutely. And I got to see Florida. I got to see you guys and uh, my, our friend Eli and uh, my my aunt and uncle and cousins. So that was fun. Got to soak in the Florida sun. Yeah, you got you come go back with a tan, and now you get to freeze your ass off for the rest of the winter. <laughs> exactly. And they were supposed to fix my uh, my heating unit, and they didn't. Oh, so. no. <laughs> yeah. Is it freezing <laughs> in your place right now? Right now, it's actually okay. So I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> shoot, yeah. But yeah, but and and for those listening, I did not go to Universal just because of COVID this time. Um, but I'm hoping to go back in a few months, and uh, and hopefully when COVID you know comes down, I'll uh, head over to Universal. We'll we'll get into the the Universal chit chat in just a second. But there was something that was released by the good old Walt Disney Company. I think it was last week or relatively recently. Sort of like a, an unveiling of the Star Wars Hotel that was maybe one of the worst pieces of marketing that they've put out <laughs> since, like, the tram unveiling that they did recently, which was pretty shitty, too. So, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, well, guess what? You won't be able to see it because they took it down. Did they? Um, <laughs> they did, yeah. So, oh, God. It was – I don't remember what the show is because I don't really watch shitty sitcoms like that, but – it was some kid who was in a uh, the Goldbergs maybe I don't remember. He was uh, a star yeah. of is it was it the Goldbergs? Am I right with that? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so the, one of the kids actors from that show was awkwardly placed in there with some I don't know what she did for the Disney company, but some presentation woman from the company, and they sort of lazily hinted at like a control room. And then they went down to like this – he went into this portal for some awkward cut, and he goes into a cantina-type bar, and this woman starts singing, which was just so, so out of place. <laughs> and it, it I will say it did look very similar to the Space 220 window mm-hmm. that looks out on the horizon of Earth. I have a feeling it is the same technology, if you want to use that quote-unquote technology. Um, but I want to – Kyle, I know you're a big Star Wars guy, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast. Um, 
Did you see any of that, by the way? If you haven't, you could probably see screenshots or something on Twitter. Or yeah, Google no, Twitter. I watched the video. Oh, you did watch the video. Okay, cool. So, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it didn't look – I mean, so the video itself was very poorly done. Um, and so, like, you know, it was very corny and cheesy. And so that was a – I think that was a mistake. But, like, the actual cantina looked pretty accurate to, like, what I've – you know, what we've seen in the movies. Um, and, like, the control room looked pretty cool. So, I mean, like, I liked aspects of it. Like, hopefully, you know, that's what the ride, not the ride, but, you know, the hotel will be. But, I mean, it just definitely was not well done. And the singing came out of nowhere. So, uh, well, actually, let me ask Nolan really fast. Nolan, uh, thoughts? Yo. Initial thoughts on the video that you that um, were talking about? Yeah, it just really, it was really weird how they just put all that together. You know, like, that's the first view anybody has gotten in the whole thing, and you'd think they would kind of make it a lot better quality. So, I mean, that was, like, the one first mistake that they had. And also, I'm not sure if you guys saw, but um, there's been a report, or people have been saying that um, it was originally sold out for the first, first maybe a couple of months, but after the uh, the video got released, um, there's a lot of openings now. Ooh, so wow. people have been backing out. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, I know uh, they had that strange promotional video, but they also unveiled the, I think it was the lightsaber training, which yeah, I think in theory is exciting and it sounds great, but the execution on it, like people were like, oh, what do you expect to actually block real lasers? Like obviously they can't do that. Well, I mean, no <laughs> shit, but it would it would have been better for them to do, a, like, a VR experience in that. Because right. I know they have, like, Beat Saber on whatever Oculus or whatever that is, which looks really good. I mean, that, that, that thing is crazy. I, I haven't been able to play it but one day. But I think they tried to make something out of nothing. And, again, I, we've used this term before, but it's just lipstick on a pig at this point. Um, it's really slow. It's really lackluster. Um if you've been to Disney and you've been on the uh, Smuggler's Run or the Rise of the Resistance, you know how well-themed that is. So, obviously, you're going to carry that theming into the hotel, which is expected. For the price that they're charging, it's probably one of the worst moves that they've made in recent history because no one's saying that people are backing out now is very unsurprising. You're not in the hotel for most of your trip to begin with. Um, but I'm curious, Kyle, did you see that lightsaber training video? I didn't see the video, no, but I'm curious of what they were going to do. Like, do you know what they did? Okay, so it's better if you see <laughs> it because I, I can't really do justice to it. Think, but think, go ahead, of it like a, think of it like a poppet. <laughs> like a poppet? <laughs> Like if not not like the actual thing, but like how you're kind of using like it's very like elementary style, yeah. and like think of it like in that instance, and then put it like as like a a light and a lightsaber if that helps. So like, are you actually using a lightsaber? Or like, what's? Yes, the answer is yes, but it's. There's concept art of, like, a, a, a laser coming at you as if you were dodging, like, if you were in a batting cage, right, and you're getting, like, a 90-mile-per-hour fastball thrown <laughs> at you, right? So, you know, it, it 
your reaction time would have to be quick. The There's like a little laser that actually comes out at you. I swear to God, Kyle, you could sit there and have a freaking martini before this thing hits, <laughs> hits the lightsaber. The experience is kind of mismarketed, in my opinion. It's good for kids. Anybody else would be very disappointed with it. And I'm not sure if it's free or included in your ticket or in your ticket in your reservation. But the one thing that I was really upset about is they unveiled a technology where the lightsaber that you can purchase within the parks was going to be able to, uh, I guess, ignite like it does in the films with and retract. Um, apparently, that's only for the characters in the park and within the Disney hotel. And I was really looking forward to buying one because that would be the icing on the cake. The one thing that I don't like about the lightsabers that they sell is it's just a big plastic uh, lollipop that sticks in the end of it, and it kind of looks cheesy in my opinion. So that was another downer. But uh, Kyle, after all this, we just we're just giving this negative press here. But <laughs> after all this negativity, would you still be interested in staying at the Star Wars hotel? I mean, yes, but not for the price that they're asking. And it's right. funny because I just looked up that video. And it's weird, like, they, so, like, the way that I can describe it is they have, like, a light, and it just goes, and, you know, and it, it kind of, you know, tilts towards you, and you, you don't even move your lightsaber, you kind of just move your arm, and make mm-hmm. sure your lightsaber is, like, touching the light, and then, like, they move the light, and you move the lightsaber down a little bit. Um, so, like, it really doesn't look like you're actually using the lightsaber. Um, I don't know why that's, hopefully that's only part of the training, um, but, yeah, I mean, because of things like that, I'm not going to pay a fortune to go see this. But, I mean, at some point, they lower the price, I might go. I mean, let's be honest. If you if you have a, a small kid, this is going to be the greatest thing in the world. They're going to be amazed. Anybody over the age of, like, 10, you're not going to sell these gimmicks to anybody. So, good luck, Disney. I think that's right. I think that, like, really hardcore Star Wars fans will go. But I think you're going to have a hard time getting the, the general population to try to, you know, pony up that much money, especially if it's going to be bad. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Yeah, I just I just don't understand, like, from their point of view, why they decide to use the props and uh, setting of, like, Star Wars based off, like, a very – not unknown, but not a lot of people follow Star Wars enough to know like the setting and stuff. It's kind of like if you had Harry Potter and um, you say like where Harry Potter like lived when he was like an orphan, like with yeah. the with the family, no, instead of like the the Hogwarts castle or something like that, you know? Yeah, no, it's so it's so interesting you say that because that was my main critique uh, when I visited Star Wars Land at Disney. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, and I guess it feels very Star Wars-y, but I would have loved to see the things that we actually saw in the movies, like be on Tatooine and, you know, be, you know, seeing the Death Star and all those things. Like, that would have been really cool. Yeah, I, I agree with Maybe uh, George Lucas has, like, a, a deal or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think this was them overthinking it. Like, they're like, oh, we you don't know, give them a new experience, be different. I just think they overthought it. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, and I, I will say though, like we still have to wait and see when it actually comes out because this could be like the worst part of it, and it could be a lot better. But also, 
that could be a lot worse. <laughs> right. So we'll just have to wait and see, though. But uh, I mean, to the next question too, I I would still be interested, but obviously with without having this spend all that money, but we shall see. Yeah, this this is uh, I don't know, we're giving it bad press and it's not even open, but uh, I think it's deserving. Um, we are Kyle sent an interesting article. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. About the Guardians of the Galaxy. What is it called? Mission Breakout? Not Mission Breakout. It's called... Galactic something? Galactic... Cosmic Rewind. Cosmic Rewind, yeah. Cosmic Rewind, which will be opening in Epcot rather soon. And, uh, Kyle, this was a great article because we got some details about the actual ride. Now, it op- the article opens up by saying it kicks off with a backward launch. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm already in. I'm already, I'm ready for it. That sounds amazing. Um, it says that there's going to be uh, a mix between, uh, I guess, your traditional high-speed thrills and obviously slower portions to uh, tell the story of the ride. Um, they're pinning this as an overall thrill factor line between Big Thunder and Rock and Roller Coaster, um, which I put this in the chat. Um, but in my opinion, in my head, that lies in the Gringotts area, Escape from Gringotts, if anybody's been on that, um, over at Universal and Diagon Alley. Um, I'm really looking forward to this ride. The details are great. I'm not the biggest Guardians of the Galaxy fan, superhero fan. I've seen the first movie, but not anything else. Now, Kyle, I know you are the guy yeah. to ask on this. This ride sounds like a lot of fun to the layman, but to the the initiated... What are your thoughts from what this yeah, article says? Yeah, it's great to me. I mean, I, I mean, I love roller coasters, and the roller coaster sounds great because if you read the article, it says that you're pretty much going to go backwards. At least you're going to start out going backwards, and that's a really interesting concept. I think it's, you know, unique. Um, it Theming-wise, it seems like it's going to be great. Like they said, you know, they, they kind of were taking you into the galaxy. They kind of previewed, you know, some of the um, some of the story already, and it kind of ties into the Guardians and then apparently I just saw that there are a bunch of animatronics um, coming that are, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy animatronics. Yeah, so, so, so that was, it was funny, that was mentioned um, when you first posted it, but today they actually updated it and it, they removed the animatronics portion of it. So I have no clue what that means. I'm not sure if it's a surprise or maybe it was it's very minimal animatronics. They don't want to say and then have like a bad rep from it so that's an interesting note too but you can right. continue to yeah and then the concept uh or it looks really good i mean it definitely looks very similar it's like what you see in the movies and something different so i you know i like that a lot and yeah, it's i've got i've got needs a thrill ride to begin with so this could yeah. be the saving grace well it's interesting because the um so one well you mentioned the epcot so um it says it's Epcot's first roller coaster, and so that's different for Epcot. Um, and then uh, I, I lost my train of thought, but yeah, no, it sounds really. Oh, no, I remembered. So it's the um, so apparently there's supposed to be another um, another launch halfway through the ride. So you know it's supposed to have two launches, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm most excited for. What did it say? There was something about 
you being like launched into space or some shit like that. I don't remember what it was. It was not necessarily in this article, but it was something that they touted before. But I guess they're going to have like this warp section, which I'm kind of interested to see how they pull that off. Um, the most intriguing part about this ride to me, I mean, we've done launches, we've gone backwards. You can do that on a bunch of other rides. Um, the car on here now, maybe they have this at Knott's Berry Farm, maybe they have this at Six Flags, maybe they have this in Italy, Germany, France, somewhere, but I haven't been on it. So the ride car itself is on a traditional uh, steel train, but the cars that you ride in spin independently. So like when you go around a curve, instead of facing the curve, facing the track of the curve, you can face uh, like the center of a dome. So uh, that looks amazing. If you want to see that for yourself, there is a video attached to this entertainment weekly article as well as on disney's youtube channel of the uh outdoor testing when they were uh i think it was maybe a couple months ago or whatever um but it looks amazing now who kyle what's up with this glenn close thing what, what is she part of <laughs> the second movie because i'm gonna be honest with you she looks like she's straight out of harry potter <laughs> so yeah. i don't know what's going on here so you say you said you saw the first movie right Yes. Remember at the end, there's this whole, like, civilization that's getting attacked, and, like, they're trying to stop that? Yep. So she's, like, the president of that civilization. Ah. She looks like a villain in a Willy Wonka movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they do something. something. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Okay, so is she going to have heavy involvement in this ride? Apparently. She's going to reprise the role... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would much, like, see, that's the issue that I have with these big rides. Like, look, look at, take Gringotts, for instance, which is my, you know, my favorite ride in Universal. I mean, the the biggest part goes to Charlie Weasley, who's barely even in movies. So, like, I, I would much <laughs> rather have, um, you know, like, Chris Pratt or, you know, the Guardians, you know, for most of the ride. I think you're too busy with that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, get like get Rocket. Like at least like you could just have you know the whole anim. You know, it could be just like animation and then have Bradley Cooper you know um, voice him for a few minutes. Gotta love Rocket, man. Rocket's a (laughs) goat. All right. Well, Well, what do you guys feel about that? Just like when you you know when you see like a, a really side character like leading the ride. Um, if the ride's good, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But if the ride sucks, I care. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, uh, it's just kind of not really that important in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Like, like Harry Potter wasn't the biggest deal to me because they already had the one already in the Forbidden Journey. And then also, obviously, with the, how the, the, uh, what, what are they, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harry Potter man's. Who, Potter what's his man's? name? Hagrid. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Dan- yeah, oh, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Him and then Emma Watson and then the other uh the other guy I forget his name Ron Weasley. Like they, yeah. yeah, they were totally just like done with the Harry Potter thing, so they had like no chance to even get him in there. So I understand from that point, but like yeah. Nick was saying, like as long as it's a fun ride, you know. Yeah, I'm not. As long as there's like a character that's like semi important, like a Hagrid or something like that, that's that's fine, you know. Yeah, 
Like, and, and, but what was interesting to me about the, uh, the Gringotts ride, and I think that really helped it, was they used, like, footage that wasn't used in the film. Um, so, like, they had Harry, Ron, and Hermione in most of the ride because of that footage. So, like, I think that was a really, you know, big saving grace for them. Hmm. Well, yeah. hard, hard segue. And if anybody still wants to talk about this topic, cut me off. But speaking of characters reprising roles in rides, ladies and gentlemen, we have some very sad news. And if you have a vigil candle, I suggest lighting it because according to Universal and according to an article that Nolan sent, I don't know if it was an article or Twitter shits or something, apparently Brendan Fraser and his legendary cup of coffee line is going to be sadly removed from the mummy after this refurbishment, I'm, I'm assuming is what it's referencing. Now, they took away Jaws. It took away Dealing Dragons. It took away Confrontation. But the one thing you don't do is take away Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah. That is, listen, when you finish that ride, every time, I don't care if I'm riding single rider by myself, if I'm with my family, if I'm with friends, I'm screaming back at Brendan Fraser, where's my cup of coffee? I love that. That is probably one of the most iconic things Universal has going for it right now. Um, I, I understand why it's going to be taken out. Those movies are dead and gone. They're no longer made. Brendan Fraser is, he, he doesn't really do much as far as acting goes anymore. And I think they probably want to give a whole facelift maybe to the story of the mummy to begin with. But after all that, Nolan, I got to hear your thoughts first. What are your thoughts on this? Um, it's tough because I don't know what direction they're uh, going towards. I mean, based on what I read and all the details they've been rumored to have, um, they might be going with a total facelift, and it could be a, kind of almost like a whole new ride just in a mummy theme, which I think on one hand, you know, like I am would be sad to see that, but on the other hand, I think with maybe the technology or maybe the things that they could possibly add to like a movie or a theme that's that's kind of dark in a sense you know that i think that'd be pretty cool to see what they could come up with um maybe if they had like a uh um like a um what's 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 it when uh when there's like a thing that's in the ride but it's like a a nod to them I forget what it's called. Um, Easter egg? Yeah, like an Easter egg. Maybe if they had something like that in the ride and they, like, in the queue, you know, and they, they still kept them in a way, I think that'd be fine with me. So. Well, yeah. I'll go ahead, Sorry. Kyle. I'll go ahead. No, 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 no. Yours is, you haven't gone yet. Go ahead. Sure. So, yeah. So, I guess, well, first I want to caution. It does say rumor in the, uh, so in the title. So it's not officially confirmed, So, but I do agree. I think it's probably headed that way. Um, the thing that I disagree with, when in the article it says, um, well, they're taking it out because, like, obviously those, you know, movies are old, and, I, you know, it confuses people that aren't, you know, didn't see The Mummy and that aren't diehard fans, and they don't get it. And I disagree completely because I've never seen The Mummy movie, and, like, I get it. You know, it's funny. It's like it's just a joke, and it's just, like, you know, I think that it's entertaining. Um, and I think that, like, you're right, Nick, it loses, you know, some of that charm of Universal. And hopefully they can keep, you know, at least a part of it. 
but I do think that it was harmless to keep it in. Well, I was going to say something, but what you just said about the charm of Universal, it's interesting to see things change, especially with Epic Universe opening, because what we grew up with, that sort of nostalgia that we hold on to, is kind of eventually slowly being wiped away, like it took mm-hmm. Jaws away, like I was saying before. So we're seeing this whole new wave of Universal trying to be competitive, of trying to be innovative. And I think okay, that was a really good point, Kyle. I think sometimes within that, you can try so hard to uh, be thinking six steps ahead that you sort of lose your yourself in that. And I really, I'm not saying it's happening because you know we're not there yet to know. But I, I just hope Epic Universe doesn't feel plastic. I hope it feels authentic. I hope it feels like Universal. I hope it doesn't try to feel like a different theme park. Now, side tangent. If if this happens, I swear to God, I'll cancel my annual pass. I'll never go to Universal again. And this includes Horror Nights. If they take Brendan Fraser out and they replace it with Tom Cruise, I swear to God, I will fucking lose my mind. I cannot. Go ahead. They're not going to do that just because the movie bombed. But it There's a flop, yeah. It's saying the article that they were rumors that they would do it if the movie was successful. I watched like 30 minutes of that movie and I couldn't even finish it. It was so bad. Um, Kyle, you said you haven't let's, seen the... Let's, hey, real quick. Go ahead. Let's take it up a notch. What would you do if they replaced Tom Cruise with Brendan Fraser and then he was the one that said the coffee line? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's salt in the wounds. Ain't no way. I'll cancel my Disney pass, too. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Um, Kyle, I know you said you haven't seen the movies. Um, I wouldn't recommend anything past the first one. Don't see the Scorpion King or anything like that. Okay. But if you're bored and have nothing to watch, it's actually, I'm not saying it's the greatest thing you'll ever see, but it's, it's, it's really entertaining. Uh, okay. I think Nolan can vouch for me on that one. Yeah, actually, I like them a lot. The, the Mummy movies are pretty good. Um, they're kind of like a, a, uh, watered down Indiana Jones. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, like National Treasure. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm curious to know what's going to end up happening with this whole facelift. We're going to get – I don't think we're going to get – we talked about this in a previous podcast, so I'm not going to go ad nauseum on this. But we're going to get, I, I'm assuming, some some just like new uh, – maybe new animatronic, maybe some new video, new lighting. Maybe not so much fire in that one room. It's so fucking hot in the summer <laughs> when the ceiling catches on fire. Um but yeah, great ride. I hope they never take it out, but they'll probably, you know, do what you got to do. Now, uh, Nolan sent something very, very interesting today that Toothsome's, which is, if you've never been, is a restaurant in City Walk that sort of plays on the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory style French British take on food. And they're known for their milkshakes. Their milkshakes are way over the top. You can get like a whole piece of cake in one of them. It's, they're really, really good. If you get the chance to, to get one, go for it. Now, the uh, Wells Fargo Arena, where the Sixers split a home with the Flyers, is going to have a stand that is going to serve just milkshakes from Toothsome's. Now, as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time 
that Universal has had a branch out of any sort of restaurant or food item outside the walls of its parks. Is that true? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Now, maybe Nolan knows this because he is the closest thing we have to living in Philadelphia right now. So, um, is this a a tryout thing? Like, why did they choose Philly? I don't understand. There's so many places. Why, so, Philly? why did they just choose Orlando? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Magic yeah, games. So, I think, I think the biggest thing that I could come up with is because the Flyers are owned by pretty much Comcast. Mm. Oh, are so, they? Yeah, yeah. And they, I'm not sure if, if the stadium, too, had, has some rights with Comcast, but I definitely know with the, the Flyers and the whole Comcast thing in Philly, it's, it's a lot. But, um, yeah, I think that's that's probably one of the biggest points. But even though, like, it, it did seem, like, kind of just very weird that they have a whole two-song, like, if there's any maybe City Walk restaurant or, or something, like, I, I, I kind of get it, but, like, I I, I kind of don't like it's it's it was very just weird. Yeah, it it is it is strange. Um, Kyle, I want to hear your thoughts real fast. Yeah, I honestly I love it. I mean, I know it's you know it's coming out of nowhere, and you know maybe people aren't used to it, but I I think it's great because I would love to grow the Universal brand. I know Disney. I mean, they like you look at Disney; they have their hand in everything, and I mean it's just they have so many facets, and so Universal. This I think it was a way for them to kind of get their hand in the game more, um, and I love it. I mean, why not? You know, why not? I mean, these are great, um, you know, great milkshakes, and just to kind of extend their reach, um, I think is a big move, and I think they would do great to kind of do that for a lot of their things. Now, I think it's a big move. Uh, oh, go ahead, Nolan. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say it, it's kind of wild to not milkshakes and stuff. I'm not sure if you're aware of what kind of stuff that they have at the uh, Fire Stadium Sixers, but the amount of food that they have there, like, you could probably gain at least 20-plus pounds in one night. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you could add a couple more to that. <laughs> um, I don't understand – listen – I was joking before, but I'm kind of being a little bit on a serious note here. They're going to have to have like 35 people working at this one stand because it takes forever and a day to get your milkshake <laughs> at Universal. So if you're going to – I mean, I'm, this is going to be popular. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, and they're not cheap either. They're like maybe $13, $15, maybe more for a milkshake. But they take like – when they get busy, you can wait up to like a half hour, 40 minutes just for a milkshake. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how they're going to get that done logistically, but um, yeah, so mm-hmm. the, go ahead. No, but I, I was thinking like, say like kind of putting it in my own shoes, like say they had them at the Panthers game and like, you know, like you were like in the mood for something like sweet or something good, like that. that's like a good like uh, a game snack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree 100%. Now, the one thing that this is going to be kind of like a, a opposite take on this, 
when you go to Universal, I think, or Disney, the charm of that in certain restaurants there is you can only get those food items or eat at those restaurants within the parks. You can get them nowhere else. And now that Universal started to branch out, I mean, this is something small. I'm not going to say, like, this is, like, a big deal. But uh, if this works and we start having, uh, what's something, but the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot pop up like Rainforest Cafes in the malls, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be kind of be kind of upset. You know, you're going to lose your charm here. So I- I'm curious to see how this goes. Nolan, do you know when this is going to start? If it, is it going to be next season? Um, I have no clue. I just okay. saw that uh, pop up today. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it it could definitely probably be around before the season's over so maybe like beginning of next year possibly okay that's fair uh um, yeah and it, it's also uh, real quick it's also wild um if you're talking about foods and stuff but uh stuff like um chickies and peeps like that's a huge brand for um the philly jersey area and it's been kind of branched around throughout um, it's at Penn State now. It's even down here. Um, and just maybe they are using this instance as maybe like a stadium thing, you know, maybe testing it out. I don't think they would go as far as like a restaurant, like a rainforest cafe, like you were saying. But um, I wouldn't be surprised also just because I think with especially how they are so creative and um how detailed these, like, desserts or milkshakes are, you know? It's kind of like a huge selling point to maybe, like, oh, we, you can come to Orlando to see the original and kind of experience the whole thing itself, you know? Mm. Uh, Kyle, were you going to say something? Yeah, I mean, just what I was I, – I wanted to respond to your point, Nick, because you brought up an interesting point. Um, I think – they do have to be careful, you know, with kind of, like, preserving that charm, like you said. And, like, the first thing that comes to mind is when when Shake Shack first opened, they had a couple locations, and, like, that was it. And it was, like, a huge thing. And, to you know, people waited on, in line for hours. And, like, specifically the Met Games, right? Because the Met Games, that <laughs> was one of the only places to have Shake Shack. And so you had a, a huge line for that. But now that, like, there's a Shake Shack on, on every block, especially, I guess, at least here in New York, um, you know, it's kind of less special, you know, there's, there's some line, but not really. So I get your point on that, but I do think that they have to branch out a little bit, but maybe they could use it sparingly and not have it like in every mall, like you said. Agreed. Once you over franchise, it's kind of, it's kind of over. I yeah. think that was a big deal with Rainforest Cafe. Um, I was going to say something and I forgot. Oh yeah. Uh, I wonder on the the sign if it's going to say like toothsome's presented by universal because like universal created the restaurant right that's specific it's right. not like that's something else so i wonder how they're going to present that yeah and i do wonder too if you brought up earlier too but the pricing because obviously it might be a little bit higher because it's in universal property but also that could just be the price itself you know so i'm interested to see kind of how that plays out Agreed. But, I mean, like I've always believed, um, regardless of the price, if you give quality and people agree that that quality is worth the price, it's it doesn't matter. People buy Gucci shit all the time. Um, <laughs> let's see. 
the mint shake is fire. That's the top tier. Yeah, the mint shake is really good. I had the key lime one. That one's really good. Uh, brownie one's really good. Do they have a red velvet one? If they do, I gotta get that. Yeah, yeah, they have red velvet. <sighs> I love red velvet. It's so good. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody have anything else on that. Nope. No. All right. Oh, yep. You yeah. got a history thing? Yeah. So um, I got two things. Um. Yeah. So history portion. Um. So first and foremost, I mean, you can't forget this. But on uh, what was it today's season? So uh, Sunday, I mean, passed away obviously, but huge birthday. Mm. Obviously, one of the main reasons why we do this podcast. Um, Walt Disney's birthday, December fifth, was a uh, Sunday. Does anybody know how old he would have been? I do actually, Kyle. Yeah, so I'm gonna let you did. take the ring. Kyle, you have a guess? I would say, uh, hmm, I would say a hundred and. 43. Too high. Too high? You lose. An even case. number. <laughs> okay, 110. Oh, closer, a little higher. 120. There you go. <laughs> yeah, third time is a charm. Yeah, so he's 100, he would have been 120. Kind of wild, you know, like puts it in, into a perspective. Um, But, yeah. Um, and I think I was looking up the history portions and all that stuff too. And I think his daughter, um, somebody, or his sister, his sister was, uh, born in the following day, which is kind of weird. Oh, wow. But, That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, back to the history portion. Um, so this is regarding, um, yesterday, which is December 6th. And so... My question to you guys is, burm, burm, burm. <laughs> where is it at? I just had it. All right, here we go. So, I won't give you the year yet, but a land opened, um, and it was the largest expansion in the park's history. Disney? Is it Disney? Is it Disney? Yes, it is Disney. The largest expansion in the park's history. Epcot? The largest. Oh, you got it, Kyle? Oh, is it Epcot? No, no, no. It's a land within the park, right? A oh, land within the yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Largest expansion in the park's history. It's a land. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm going to go with the Star Wars area. That is incorrect. I was thinking maybe Avatar. That is incorrect. It is is something we discussed not too long ago. Um, Discussed not too long ago. Haunted Mansion? It's nope. It's it is not Animal Kingdom. It's a land. It's a land. It's a land. It's a land. 
It's, it's it not Toy not Story? Epcot. It is not Toy Story. Oh, that was good. That was a good thought. Um, it is not Hollywood Studios. It's a land. It's a land. The Fantasyland? Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, Fantasyland. That's the largest expansion. Um, yep, at least, at least uh, when it happened. So that was in 2012. And, yeah, so they opened... With, uh, what is it? They had the Dumbo, um, the Mine Train, the Circus, and all that. And the rest- Be Our Guest restaurant. Which so, I yeah, that was that. <laughs> and then also, a dis- another Disney, this time a ride, reopened, but it was rethemed. Open, but it was re- frozen. Yes, not frozen, but a good guess. Um, I don't know why, but I'm thinking Jungle Cruise because like they did re-theme it. It's not Jungle Cruise. Okay. And it is not in Magic Kingdom. Oh, is it? Uh, you said Disney World. Disney World. Okay. Um, Resumed. Hmm. Oh, is it um Figment? Oh, I like that ride. It is not Figment. Uh, oh, Test Track. I got it. Bingo. Yeah, Test Track. Okay, I had to think about that for a second. I was like, wait, what was redone, Test Track? <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of wild. So that was the exact same day, obviously. Um, so that was obviously a kind of like a controversial thing. Um, I haven't been on the new one. I, I think you guys have. And obviously, I think you guys say the other one is way better, which, I mean, I can just tell. Um, and then also, I'm not going to do like a question uh, portion of it but um they had i'm not sure if if we went through this nick but they had a jack sparrow special effects walkthrough immersive walkthrough or something <laughs> at hollywood studios uh, well, yeah, well what? What? <laughs> you've been on it but they they did add jack sparrow into the ride in pirates right yeah yeah, but that, that was this is this, it said it replaced Journey into Narnia. I think I know wh- where they're talking about. I just don't remember them having this. So uh, I don't know. Wait, hold on, back up for a second. Back up for a second. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find out what the hell this is. So it's, it's a, a walkthrough. What was it called? Is it? It's the legend, the legend of Captain Jack Sparrow, an immersive walkthrough special effects attra- attraction. Oh. Yeah. So, as Nick's typing that, it's kind of wild that they had three new attractions kind of open on the same day, and they can't even have Shrine opened within a five-year span. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the damn truth? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Okay. So. Wow, that's a fat ass building. Holy shit. Hmm. So it was that was a 
Okay, so this was Oh Dude, okay, so I haven't been to Disney. This was when yeah, I hadn't been to Disney in forever when this was the thing. This okay, Kyle, I'm gonna encourage you to to search this one up on YouTube and skim through this because this was actually really cool. So they had pretty impressive um projection mapping and video effects through this. Um, I don't know why they did this. I don't know if it was just to promote the movie or whatnot, but man, did they put a lot of money into this. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. It's like Poseidon's Fury, but themed to Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, but, Noel, have you seen the video, the walkthrough video? I think so, but it's been a hot minute. But I know exactly, like, where it is. Mm. I, I know that the area they had they had a bunch of cool things I believe in that building, but uh, they don't have any more. I, I assume, right? Or, no, I don't do think they? so. Not for, no, I know. God damn, they put so much effort into that. I wish they would do that. <laughs> um, yeah, damn, that was a an interesting uh, tidbit. I totally forgot that was a thing. Yep, the things you forget. And it's just, it is wild how, uh, we'll probably talk about probably next episode about Tron and all that because I, I think some stuff is starting to maybe pop off. I guess cause it's, uh, end of the year, holiday season, you got Guardians coming up officially, so it might leak some things, but, uh, yeah, so. Well, is Tron, is that both parks? Is that both, um, Disneyland and Disney World? Disney World. Uh, yeah, it's just it is just Disney World. If it is Disneyland, it won't be until like twenty thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's crazy because they have two big roller coasters coming to Disney World. Yeah, yeah, which is which is wild because I think I, I could be wrong in this, but I think they announced Tron way before Guardians was even in play. Jesus Christ! And the crazy thing is, Tron is like a, a yeah a carbon copy. So all you have to do is just rebuild it just in a uh, a new space, whereas I think Guardians they, well, is, is technology and all that, you know. They also had COVID in the middle of it, which I don't I don't think helped. Right. Things. Probably would have been done if COVID didn't happen. Fuck you, COVID. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hopefully, you guys enjoyed listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. Also, wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, make sure you subscribe, and we will see you guys next week. Peace.